with me. Episode 253. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. That's right, everybody. Welcome. Another edition of NetHeads. The glass hole is back. My name is Will. (laughs) And I'm Trent. Uh, If you want to take part in the program, you can one of many different ways. Uh, One of them, as always, is Twitter. Trent, tell the people how to do that. Oh, my gosh. Will, you can join the likes of at RollerDogNC and many others chatting away in the usage of hashtag NetHeads. Um, you can talk to us. You can uh, tell us what you think. You can try and derail the show, which happens quite frequently. Quite um, frequently. Yeah. And and even if you're listening um, post live in the podcast or uh, YouTube form, uh, you can just uh, you know tweet at us later, and we'll get back to you. Yeah, like uh, like Roller Dog NC, who seven hours ago said, uh, yeah. if there is time on the next NetHeads, could a part of him talk more about how the YouTube uh, money formula has changed to pay less? Yes, yes, I will. Okay, good. Well, glad glad we could answer that. Uh, yeah. In case you're all wondering, uh, first of all, uh, if you want to, uh, you can also give us a call uh, while we are live. That uh, way is very easy. It's just netheads on air via Skype. You know, yep. we got you got Yakbet ninety twenty. You could dial or eight six 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 one zero nine four five five. That's eight six 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 one zero. Will, but that sounds a little uh, too uh, egotistical. Like it's like, well, why can't it be Will and Trent or something? Well, because you bought it a long time ago. That's very true. Um, yeah. So, uh, but NetHeads on Air via Skype is just, it's the easiest. Uh, and it's the one most people relate to, right? At least yeah, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. And, and, and everyone's got Skype. Everyone, every, does everyone have the Skype? Hey, wait a second. Why I is the, so. why is the audio not working? Wh- whose? Mine? Yours? Um, Ours. Any audio. All of well, the audios aren't working. Well, shit. Well, that, that could be a problem. Yeah. I mean, vaguely. Weird. Okay, well, hmm. Well, we could always restart. I mean, we're used to that. Yeah. But why would it change? You're the desktop audio. That should be coming through. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you why. Hold on. Okay. That's one. Let's go back to you. Here we go. Uh, Property. No, that's right. It's not embarrassing at all. No. Really? Oh, I'll tell you why. It's because I updated. Well, that's okay. Fuck it. We'll do a reset. Okay. You know? Hi, guys. We'll be back. (laughs) Everyone's wondering, what the hell is going on? I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. There we go. Okay. So, uh, well, okay. Yeah, we could do that. Hold on. (laughs) It all starts off with, you know, it, it always happens whenever there's a perfect intro. Right. Whenever it goes out mm-hmm. without a hitch, right, Trent? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know it's it's been a while, folks. So, uh, so here we go. It's here. It is live to tape. Hit me. Episode two five three. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. <laughs> This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. (laughs) 
No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. And the Glasso is back. That's right. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, this is NetHeads. If uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways, one of them, I feel like you just told me about it, Trent, is Twitter. How do they well, do that? Yeah, you just use the hashtag NetHeads. Very simple. You can uh, you can join uh, uh, Matthew Corey at RollerDogNC, who's currently tweeting live. Um, or if you're on the podcast, you can uh, jump back later, tweet at us. Uh, well, I, I think at least some of the... Um, pluses of of tweeting at us is that uh, you can kind of direct the show a little bit. Not only direct it, but completely distract us, screw us up, and derail mm-hmm. us, which is derail always it. the best yeah. part. Uh, yeah. You can also call us real easy, netheads on air via Skype. There's there's many different ways. There's um, you know, there's eight six six wait no eight six 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 one zero will. There's uh yakbet ninety twenty. Uh, you know, there's all these different things, but I think most people can just relate to to the Skypes, and mm-hmm. so so Skype is probably just the easiest way, right? Probably, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, if if you've got a, a what's it called a um, a Windows device, you have to use Skype. Yeah, almost. yeah. And every time it updates, it says Skype. Skype is your default uh, talking thing. Speaking of updating, Trent, I always love that our intro says uh, achieving mega nerd status. Yeah, mega nerd status. <laughs> but uh, I, I did a last minute update of OBS, and so that's why there was no audio at first. Yeah, but I tell you what, man, I I downloaded the the most recent OBS Studio, and holy smokes, it is so much like the UI on it because I was using a really old version. The UI on it is so much better than it used to be. It was horrible. Yeah, now especially now that you don't have to, it like doesn't have sticks and rocks and ser- dude, like you had to uh, like copy and paste code and do this and that, and it's now it's it's pretty damn simple. By the way, you got a lot of headroom in your shot, man. Look at that. It's like, but but I like it because you can see a little more of the death ray uh, back there. Yeah. By the way, congratulations. Um, I see that uh, recently. A little bit of rebranding has been going on. You used to, uh, you well, you did. You still do. You had this wrestling podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And you have this mm-hmm. awesome logo from Death Ray Comics, and you said, you know what? Screw it. Let's combine the two. Yeah, that's that's kind of been uh, something I've been. I figured it would be my my summer project would be to kind of rebrand the uh, you know a part of him just as Death Ray, uh, and so I bought Death Ray Media, and so everything will be there at Death Ray Media. There you go. Very cool. Yeah. And, and the uh, new name for the uh, wrestling podcast is Death, Death Ray Wrestling. So I'm I'm hoping everything will be, be very simple. So it's like, um, yeah. Aside from like Shoshowitz, the ones that I've already got pretty established, but it'll be like Death Ray Wrestling, or there will be a comic book one called Death Ray Comics. He's rebranding everybody. You got to be aware of your brand. Yeah, brand awareness is very important. Speaking of brand awareness, Trent, uh, today it would appear anyway, even though we couldn't get the audio kicked off to save our goddamn lives. No. Um, uh, it would appear that we are actually multicasting. We're uh, we're going out on YouTube. Well, first of all, we're going out on on, on Smodco Internet Radio. It's modcast.com. Uh, we're also going out on uh, YouTube. We're at, uh, at youtube.com. Potentially Facebook Live. Uh, at facebook.com slash netheads on air. Something like that. Uh, I think YouTube maybe netheads on air as well. And yeah. and and on Twitch because, boy, look at all that gaming we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twitch, twitch.tv slash netheads on air. Very good. And so I guess our brand kind of is netheads on air, huh? Netheads on air because that's what we are. We're on air yeah and i mean essentially i think everyone is on air unless they're not alive no they're in air we're on air oh well i was we're just on like, we're on the air baby we're, but but we're on air too you know what i mean like i've, I've got this good oxygen going baby oh, yeah. it's like oh i'm feeling it I, I am feeling it i think you're right man i think you are completely right um so uh anyway uh i am wearing google glass for once yeah uh, i see that not hold on for once. hold on let- i mean you've 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 long adapted been an early adapter to to the Google's glasses. Well, let me explain. Uh, yeah, I was I, I I was almost a late adopter right before the uh, crash. Technically, this is usually how you see me wearing Google Glass now because it's my sunglasses. But these lenses are also polarized, so I like mm-hmm. can't see any of the screen. So I couldn't do that. And uh, but I'm wearing it because all of a sudden, out of nowhere, two days ago, the Android app was updated, and then yesterday. The there was an update XE twenty three Explorer edition twenty three for Google Glass. Uh, uh, so for okay. the for the four other people like me that still use it, 
there was an update. They added uh, some bug fixes and they added uh, support for adding like Bluetooth interface devices like a keyboard okay. or a mouse. Uh, and there's an amazing feature now, too, that you can say, OK, uh, glass. OK, glass. Make me look less like a glass hole. Oh, my goodness. And there we go. See, look at That's that. That's amazing. Yeah, that was uh, that was five seconds of a bit, folks. I hope you enjoyed it for the video. Yeah. We did a little something for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I'll admit, uh, Google Glass, like I said, it's mostly my sunglasses now. However, there are times where it still really comes in handy. Uh, like a few weekends ago, we went on a family trip to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Mm-hmm. And when you are uh, pushing a stroller and dealing with a toddler and you got your family and everything else, it's really nice just to be able to do that creepy wink and it takes a picture. So, like, I got a lot of great pictures. Uh, Blair loves hammerhead sharks. I don't know why, but yeah. she, she loves them hammerheads. I and- mean, I mean, of all the sharks, they're probably... After the whale shark, they're probably my favorite shark, and I love sharks, dude. Well, they're like, like the most they're the most interesting. I don't understand the evolution there unless it, it was just like I, I don't get it. Why 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 would they be like that? Why? You have any um, clue? I'm sure evolution or foxes, greyhounds, he seeks. I don't know. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I it's it's great for that. But you know, other than that, I mean like realistically speaking. It's outdated tech. My watch does almost as much as it does, and it gives me that uh, it gives me that immediate satisfaction that I that I need. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Immediate notifications and everything else. Uh, plus, it's socially a lot less awkward to walk around in. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. True. Although I will admit, I do have two pairs of these glasses. And part of me has been tempted to do the same thing that Casey, I think his name is Neistat. Uh, did in one promotional video. Put it on video. the side. Yeah, turn it into one of the arms yeah. of my glasses. Yeah, which would be, I mean, not difficult, right? No, no. Well, I mean, there would be a little uh, manipulation, articulation, and some drilling, but no, it wouldn't yeah. be too. I mean, it looked like a big ordeal for him to go through. Hey, look, let's face well, it, I'd screw it up. And well, just just make sure you don't get an impedance mismatch. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, you don't you know want to. I mean? Yeah, don't cross the horizontal and the vertical. Um, no, like if you if you put if you put a UHF into a VHF, oh, <laughs> you're gonna have problems, buddy. I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, adjust the contrast right now. I think I think that's the best <laughs> thing to do. Um, Good call. So uh, one of the things we said uh, when you uh, interact with us on uh, Twitter, you can distract us or help uh, direct the show. One of the things that, that came up, uh, and and I'm not really hip to this because uh, you know I think we've made. An estimated total of eleven cents on YouTube, so it's not like I concern yeah. myself with these things. Yeah, but uh, uh, Matthew Court, uh, Roller Dog NC on Twitter said, "If there is time on the next Netheads, could a part of him talk more how the YouTubes change their money formula so that they're paying less? Are you aware of this trend?" Yeah, and I did some research into it to try and get down to the nuts and bolts of it. So essentially, the the first aspect is um, you have to have an accumulative. Uh, viewership uh, or or views, so meaning the the amount of views for all of your videos, whether you have one video or six thousand, you you're you have to have had ten thousand views before you can then um, monetize through ads. Now this is this is separate than um, Facebook or excuse me YouTube um, content partnerships, which is a whole other thing, um, which I haven't got into. So this is just this is just you saying I I want to enable ads to run on my videos so that I can get money from those ads showing right, um, which is is was pretty basic for everyone you know and uh, they only you only got the the money if someone watched it to the end um, so if they skip after the five seconds it it doesn't matter whatever anyway um, so that's number one number two uh, is into their so once you have 10,000 views cumulative views it then goes under a review process which I have found to be the most uh, I can't find anything about it there's there is no uh, objective literature saying that if you do this, 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 and this, then you'll be you'll be approved. It. I I don't know if people are looking at it, if robots are looking at it. I have it's, no idea. It's always the robots, Trent. I would think so because it's Google, right? Um. So there's that, and then on top of that, uh, there are res- uh, uh, content restrictions, and most of the content restrictions are the basic user policy stuff: no hate speech, um, don't do anything that uh, we would encourage people to hurt themselves, like don't 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 show how to like build a bomb 
Um, that or, makes sense. Uh, you know, uh, no, no, uh, pornographies, uh, mm-hmm. anything along those lines, right? There's a new caveat though that is age restricted videos cannot be uh, monetized with ads. What is now so, age restricted? Meaning, you know, you're going to be right. doing some. So, like the average. Uh, what about like the language in the average episode of Fat Man on Batman? Okay, so this is where this is where I got into it. Um, their definition. Let me pull up their exact definition. Um, uh, blah blah blah. Now, is that a high definition or a low definition? <laughs> uh, I think it's an ultra high definition because it's coming right from the source. Oh, okay, very good. Um, uh, blah blah blah. Uh, this is the one. Oh, the I thing to read. carry the two. We are about uh, age restricted content. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah, so vulgar language, violence and disturbing imagery, nudity, and portrayal of harmful or dangerous activity. So you, so, so those things are still available to be on uh, YouTube, but they come with an age restriction. Now, as far as vulgar, vulgar language goes, which is you know kind of what falls into, say, uh, what probably a lot of what we listen to or yes. watch. Um, yeah. It says, some language is not appropriate for younger audiences. Use of sexually explicit language or... Excessive profanity in your videos or associated metadata may lead to age restriction of your video. So it's a it's a self police thing, right? So if if uh, someone got on and was like, ah, oh, this is this is uh, this should be age restricted, they submit it, then it's reviewed, then they say yes, it is. This is a age restricted, um, and then you 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 still get the money that you got up to that point, but after that point, you can no longer monetize it. Goddamn YouTube cops, man! But again, but again. What is excessive? That is a great question. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, 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 uh, I I highly doubt that a video that's getting you know, uh, two hundred thousand videos that says the f word six times in it is going to be age restricted. I highly doubt that. Yeah. Because well, you know, because it's just, it helps it helps YouTube. Yeah, it's not it's not ours to know, Trent. That's not our place. It's just right. it, 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 it that's not us. Uh, yeah. And but I always but they they also legally speaking they'll always keep these things so uh, vague, vague on purpose yep. so that way yep. they have a, an out if you will and I know mm-hmm. it 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 really seems to me that uh, either YouTube is realizing it's just bleeding cash or they are um, I don't know what it is because it, it seems like for two or three years now. It, it, there's just this cycle of every four to six months, there's a, another person mentioning a change on YouTube. So now yeah. certain videos aren't getting monetized anymore or the way they're getting paid is different or, or, or any of these things. Yeah, uh, it's, it is. It is one of those things. And and I mean, even even before you can get your first check, you, you have to accumulate one hundred dollars worth of ad revenue. Right. Uh, Which then- we're never going to do. And, and 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 assuming that you've already met your ten thousand, and it's been reviewed in good standing. Um, now, YouTube. I think this was announced back in March. Um, this came to effect because uh, nicely. I mean, this this is what the reaction was. Supposedly, there was a lawsuit in the United Kingdom because advertisers had uh, their ads shown on some on on uh, like terrorist videos. Oh wow, that sucks. Yeah, and and that and that and so they brought this lawsuit, and then so this supposedly is a is a reaction to uh, the litigation that was taking place there, where advertisers want to make sure that that they can um, rest assured that their products aren't being associated with uh, you know bad things. Yeah, well, that makes sense. You know, the last thing Coca Cola wants to do is be on an ISIS recruitment video. Totally, like like the last thing Pepsi wants to do is like uh, pander to a millennial movement of slacktivism. Um, by curing the world with with having uh, a Pepsi and and bridging the Black Lives Matter. Oh my God, dude! I can't leaks. believe you brought that up. <laughs> Only the because, last thing Pepsi would do. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, again, right? <laughs> anyway, oh look, uh, the phone is ringing. Trent, should we answer it? Might as well. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Let's answer the phone, or we'll try, and it'll crash. I keep. You're live with Will and Trent. Who are you? Where are you calling from? It's Ryan, guys. Oh, well, that's a shock. Trent, it's Ryan Hi, Connolly. Ryan. Hi, Ryan Connolly. How are you? I'm all right. I got uh, my two cents to add on this YouTube baloney. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Let's, this I didn't expect. Please hit us with your let's wisdom. Hear it, Ryan. 
Okay, so uh, do you guys know who PewDiePie is? Oh, I think... <laughs> yes, and I know exactly where you're going now. Yeah, because uh, I forget who the... I think it might have been the Times, New York Times. Somebody did a nice uh, takedown of PewDiePie about how he was a Nazi and stuff like that when he was actually making fun of Nazis, and it was uh, like a three-second video clip that they showed of him in front of a screen with some Nazi imagery on it. And they started with that and talking about all the people that were being ads that were being run on his channel. And people started dropping him left and right. Yeah. And that got the whole ball rolling. Right. Yeah. I mean, it pretty much ruined him, uh, at least in the YouTube respect. You know, if you're you're not going to start that car, it's just going to keep making that noise, dude. I'm just saying. I'm going to shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, Will. My pleasure, sir. Well, uh, yeah. and and obviously that was an out of context thing. At least the the sound bites or the bits that you're saying they want. I personally haven't looked at it either way, so I don't know. But I, but obviously it did a lot to to really damage his brand. Boy, I didn't really think we'd be so brand centric this well, episode, I mean, Trent. And a, a, a like. A, and and you know it it all just kind of you know you put you put your money where what what you support um that that is not unlike what happened to um oh uh the 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 Breitbart former contributor um the guy you Yano Yano I don't know it starts with a Y right uh, Yamanopoulos uh, Yamanopoulos yeah um I mean he had a a, a short uh, audio clip that was maybe taken out of context not really sure uh but it was enough to to frighten people away that they didn't want to be associated with him anymore well yeah because i think that con- contextual thing was like about uh, either pedophilia or or something it along was. those lines yeah yeah milo Ianopoulos is his name yeah there you go uh, anyway and then there's what and then there's what's happening to uh, somebody me and will like to uh, from time to time mr philip defranco well i know i i saw it. what what's happening to him well, he he'll put something newsworthy on his show: uh, terrorist attack, um, somebody getting shot by a cop, somebody shooting a cop, and his show will get demonetized and buried behind all sorts of age restrictions and taken off the trending and noteworthy page. And then you can click on a CNN video which is actually showing video of, like, bloody bodies on the ground, and they're still being monetized. Ooh, mm. that's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, so if you guys want to check out more about that, uh, you can Google uh, Phil DeFranco. I, I personally am not uh, currently intimate with it, but uh, I, I know I've seen him do a few videos around demonetization of things, uh, when, like even when they just change the rules. Uh and it's interesting, too, be, when you think about it, because recently, uh, Trent, well, I don't know about how recently, but like the last time I hit the front door for his YouTube channel, uh, he was talking, the video that was present was talking about how excited he was because for the first time in the longest time, he is a slow, solo creator again. He is is using the platform as himself. There's no partner con- content right. uh, content partnership or, or studio production per se, that's partnered with him. This is just him going out alone. Isn't that right, Ryan? Yep, and he's uh, he's starting. He's trying to start up a whole news channel that's very his kind of showing the news, which is showing you the uh, facts and stuff, and then saying, but aside from the facts, these how, how I feel. this is how I feel about it. How do you guys feel about it? Which is why I get lots of my news from him, because... He won't talk about something till he's got the facts straight and the stuff. And then listen here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You did say, you know, the facts and stuff. So that that's you know, just I I well, I I want and and I don't know, but I I wonder if part of his problem is that he may not own the rights to the footage that he shows. Oh, sometimes he doesn't even show any footage. It's just him talking about uh, terrorist attack and he'll get demonetized where a CNN or the like will be huh. playing that kind of footage, which is much more graphic. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even nine times out of 10, he doesn't even name the names of whoever is pulling off these atrocities. Cause he's one of those kind of people that thinks that those people don't need to be named, but the victims do. Yeah. And he'll get so, demonetized, so he- but somebody who's showing 
blood and guts on the ground that's a big company is still making money. Yeah, so so he doesn't he doesn't take the the Elaine Bennis approach to things. Who famously named names. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Trent, <laughs> for bringing it back. Well, guys, yeah, uh, I'm going to run over to Buffalo Wild Wings and get me some dinner. I'm glad I got to talk to you guys for a moment, though. I miss y'all. dubs Yeah, I really appreciate it, sir, and, and thank you for bringing something uh, both on topic and interesting to think about. You're welcome for the first time in forever. There you go. Well, that's kind of <laughs> how we feel about us getting on the air lately. But uh, thanks a lot, man. Good luck with the wings. One love. Bye, on- guys. On Twitter, uh, using the hashtag NetHeads, <laughs> Matthew Corey says, it's car talk with Will and Trent. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm Personally, I prefer more Z Digital 13s. It always amazes me that this man who can speak so passionately and well-informed is also the inventor of Dildonics. <laughs> oh, that's a shirt that still needs to get made, the Dildonic Institute. Yes, sir. Uh, can you imagine, though? I mean, because it almost sounds like Gizmonics Institute. So, yeah, uh, so yes. I'll tell you, during the MST3K revival, when watching those, every time I hear Gizmonics, I think Dildonics. Well, and oh, man, I haven't jumped in yet. Um, but what has sold me uh, to put it in my queue, and I didn't know this, Elliot Kalen is a writer uh, for it. Elliot, Elliot Kalen, a uh, former writer, head writer of The Daily Show. Um, he, he does the, uh, the flop house and he writes comic books too. Anyway, he's, he's brilliantly funny and he, he and I have the same wheelhouse as, as far as age goes. And so, you know, he'll, he'll jump into a, uh, uh, golden girls parody at, at a moment's notice, uh, for the theme song, which is the greatest theme song of all time. So, <laughs> well, you know, yeah, hey, I definitely Trent, need to check it out. Thank you for being a friend. <sighs> and if I threw a party and invited everyone, you know. You would see the biggest gift would be for me, and it would say, "Thank you for being a friend." There you go, my friend. Look, you can learn everything from Golden Girls, right? Uh, did you Did you see the also the the video that, or excuse me, the picture that Roller Dog NC tweeted? And I have to agree with him. He says you should get one of these. Uh, it's a plush hammerhead for your daughter. It is awesome. She's already got one. We got it at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Oh, shut up! Are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm telling you, she loves the hammerheads, and I think it was even promised to her. That is awesome. My my girlfriend has a, a plush of uh, a whale shark. And it it's ginormous. It's huge. It's yeah. By the way, uh, the hammerhead's name, Hammy. Hammy makes yes. sense. Ah, yeah. I thought very direct and to the point. By the way, I just got to tell you, uh, not that people want to hear about this kind of thing. However, uh, amongst many other things that I am in this world, whatever uh, metaphor you choose to make or whatever you uh, choose to uh, call me, I can't control that. But one of the many things I am is a father, and and I'm kind of going through this re-experiencing almost on a decade delay of, of experiencing what it's like to raise a child. You know, I've got yeah. one that is uh, turning four. Hold on. Carry oh my gosh, dude. Are She's you... turning 14 this that... year. Really? And then one that in just a matter of days is turning uh, three. So, you know, it's, it literally is like a, yeah. a decade delay. Yeah. And, and so like this past week, um, really literally one week, Somehow within one week's time, Blair has essentially been potty trained. What? Yeah, I don't know what the heck. I mean, this kid is very determined. She's doing lots of lots of weird things, man, but in a great way. Like <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she you know, we just we we introduced her to the concept and and there was like that finally that you know, just going back in and sitting every once in a while, and then there yeah. was that one time it worked and it was just like almost from that moment and clicked within the first two days. She was letting us know she had to go to the bathroom and asking us to take her. And yeah. And now, uh, like, uh, I guess I, the best way to put it is everything's been high and dry for, uh, like 96 hours. Wow. Yeah. So she's determined. So now the next thing too is, you know, because, uh, she's coming up on three and, and, uh, you know, uh, we did co-sleeping and so sometimes she's usually within our room at night Sure. and, uh, suddenly she's, uh, once again, just headstrong and determined now that she's, she's wearing big girl panties, pants. I don't know what the right way to say uh, this underwear. is. Thank you. Um, now that she's wearing big girl clothes yeah. Now suddenly she she wishes to to be independent and just be in her room all night. So Dude, that is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. You never you never had like um in in two ways. Like I I still have problems with wetting the bed. 
um, and uh, sleeping by myself. And in both cases, usually my roommate wakes up and tells me to get the hell out. I don't blame him. Uh, that's a little <laughs> creepy, but you know. <laughs> Not to mention, if you're like cuddling up to him and you say, Will, he's like, are you talking to me or thinking of him? And, you know, like, so. and, I, and I just say, shh, let it happen. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened. Um, so, Trent. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, Sir. Yeah, I, um, I, I don't know about you. Uh, oh, God, I really said that. Sorry. I'll try and eradicate that one from my lexicon. Um, that we both <laughs> saw earlier today, and this is kind of oh, thought provoking. Yeah. And, and we're not bringing it up in any way to uh, take any political position or anything else, or or to aggrandize uh, assassination, assassination, murder, battle, war, right. whatever you call it. We're, uh, we're just looking at the feat itself. Yeah, there is a, a Canadian sniper that, let's just say, took down a target from like yes. 2.1 miles. Yes. Now, I know I was impressed by this, but I think you're a little more passionate about it, so I'll defer to you. I just, this this is insane, man. 12,000 feet was the shot. Um, and he was up in a up in a tower that was uh, just over 1,000 feet. Um, and so he's shooting down. And so like, there are so many factors in shooting, uh, ballistics, anything, um, like, like, uh, oh God, one of the greatest, uh, games on the original, one of the original, um, well, color max that we had, uh, in the school, um, was artillery. Do you remember that game? Was that the one where you're just launching a bomb to try and hit a target? Yeah, there's, and- there's like two castles on each side and, you, and you're just shooting a cannon and you're just trying yeah. to go one over the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if the, and if the wind was blowing, that would, you'd have to change the, the, the powder. Well, it, uh, you know, another point too, that you got to think about is air temperature. And the reason why I bring that up, yes. not only is it because my watch told me a few minutes ago that it was one oh, 107 outside, uh, Lord. yeah, man, welcome to Arizona. Um, <laughs> but, Ugh. uh, but also, uh, recently, uh, during this heat wave that we've had, uh, Arizona was expected at 120 degrees. Uh, in, in Phoenix. And so the Phoenix airport, certain airlines had to cancel certain flights because the maximum temperature that these planes can operate at is 118 degrees because anything higher, the air gets thinner and they can't get that sweet, sweet lift that they need. The lift that they need. Yeah. The air is too thin. So if you think about it too, you, you're talking about this bullet that is also traversing the air and temperature, not to mention gravity, my friends, it's still at play. Yeah, and 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 there are there it, it's it's bas- basically math equations that the usually the spotter um, for a, a sniper team they have a, a person that's that's got a scope spotting and, and telling them where to shoot and and how to adjust and everything figures out the math for the the drop uh, the trajectory the the wind and everything so that they can get it in dialed for the shot to to hit its target and and the the previous. Uh, the previous one up to this, it was like, I want to say they, it, it beat the, the last record by like a, a thousand, thousand yeah. feet. Yeah. Like, that's... this is, this is insane. I mean, granted he's using a 50 caliber rifle, which is a small cannon in and of itself. But that's, I mean, for someone like myself who, who's done, you know, quite a bit of target shooting, um, it, it is, it is crazy how just the, the smallest variables, can can affect a shot and and can make it if if you're a hunter very dangerous in that aspect um not 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 uh knowing your sights uh how what what the you know not knowing your your weapon uh, well enough that you can you can shoot something miss by more than you thought or were anticipating and it could go awry or you know anything like that so the the fact that he like uh, a, a dead on shot, no pun intended at 12,000 feet, man, this is, this is, I honestly it's, have a it, hard it, time it, wrapping my brain around this. And here's the part that really lets you know, uh, just how, uh, far this is. We all have our, whatever our perception is, uh, of what a speed a bullet goes at once it's shot. Okay. Right. This bullet was in the air in flight for 10 seconds. Uh, and just, I'm not even going to demonstrate how actually I'm going to, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Here is how long this bullet was in the air starting now. Target acquired. 
so so you i mean essentially they the sound they probably heard it before it it hit its target trent uh, i gotta tell you i i still have a funny feeling regardless if you heard it <laughs> you weren't There's... the target <laughs> That's that's a that's a valid point. That, yeah, I, I, I accept that. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Out of context, this sounds wrong. But Roller Dog NC is pointing out after potty training, the next step is teaching her to beat the peach tree. But again, out of context, uh, the peach tree, by the way, is still continuing its its path of suicide because I've failed to uh, get it properly groomed. Uh, oh, pardon me, trimmed is the appropriate term. Yes. Uh, and uh, so lots of limbs are currently breaking. Yesterday, I was out there with with a shovel. Going with the flat end of a spade, just uh, trying to knock some some developing fruit off so that it hopefully doesn't kill itself. Because <laughs> the be limbs tree, man. limbs will snap off. It's a lot of. It's amazing. Uh, every season when I have to load up the uh, all of the, the the fruit that that went to pot uh, when I'm loading it into the to the green garbage can, you know, for the yard clippings and stuff, it amazes me how much those bastards weigh. I'm also not understanding where the hell it's getting the water from. <laughs> Dude, those roots run deep. They so deep. They must because yeah. uh, I mean I've gotten f- lots of fruit still even during the drought. And now the drought's been gone. So yeah. wherever that um, uh, maybe it's poking into the pool. I don't know. So I'm looking. I'm looking at um, some specs for the 50 caliber uh, long range sn- sniper rifle, and they say the maximum effective range is 2,000 yards. Wow. So that's going well beyond the specs, too. Well beyond the specs. They say the maximum range total um, is around uh, almost seventy five hundred yards. But this one, yeah, and it and the but but at like a mac an effective, so like a a sightable range that you can you can shoot. I'm assuming well trained is two thousand yards, and they blew way past that. Yeah, my only experience with this because I haven't seen like the good movies, but uh, the other day I was watching Ben Affleck's The Accountant. Oh and, yeah, and it shows him firing a similar type gun, and he is you know like a, a lot of it is he, he's just doing all this math on his uh, on yep. paper, and then he he yeah. redresses it, you know, and maybe does a final click click, and then gone. Targets gone. gone. Yeah, yeah. So that's so so um. This this so so this was uh, over four thousand yards, so it was double the effective range, the maximum effective range. I think of, we're of looking what, for the, is that two hundred percent? Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! There's no way I got math right. Hey, yeah. but if I did, let's root for Will just this one time. Yeah. Anyway, it's 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 just really interesting. I uh, I, I I mean, uh, aside from the 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 political aspects and everything, I just like. It, it's it's cool to see someone do something at at the height, uh, like like to to reach a a, a near perfectness, right? Like uh, an, an example is recently, I uh, uh, my my roommate has introduced me into watching machinists, <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I don't know anything about machining, but to see some of these guys who are very good and take their craft very seriously, uh, create these these pieces out of just sheer chunks of metal i mean it's cool it's the same thing as watching you know like a a lebron james play basketball like it's it's just seeing someone or or a talented glass blower putting together an amazing piece of glass work no absolutely absolutely yeah it's 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 just crazy to me that that's got to be some crazy zen though just sitting there watching them grind parts down and Oh, dude, it is though. It is, especially you know they'll, they'll measure it, and some of them they're doing they're working on like like um like pistons and stuff for for ships, and so you know they're a chunk of aluminum this big, and they're just shaving off a little teeny bit. If you got if you let me yeah. let me tell you something, folks. If you ever wonder if we're going to war somewhere, make yourself friends with a machinist, a good quality one, because yep. I guarantee you. If we're gearing up for war, they're going to start getting orders and they're going to have to be manufacturing probably the same goddamn ball bearing or washer over and yep. over because it's going to be specifically for the military to be able to deploy. Yep. yep. Very true. So there you go. The little little word of wisdom for you. Yeah, that's an amazing thing though. Uh I Yeah, and 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 I I wonder how um how I don't know if and and if we have any service uh uh, people serving in, in the armed forces could weigh in. That would be great. I just wonder if this is kind of like a kick in the shorts to to like uh, you know American snipers, whereas the Canadian government is 
or excuse me, the Canadian military is so much smaller and spends so much less money on defense compared to us that that the the record's now held by a, a Canadian. Oh yeah, good point. And, and you know, and then the second, well, you know, hopefully maybe they could just take it to a target range to, uh, <laughs> you know, well yeah, ideally right, yeah, yeah, perfect. But world. again, yeah, like if. Who knows? But like, do you think this was yeah. a, you know, here's my question, though, because this is this is really a weird circumstance. You know what I mean? It is. So yeah. do you think this I mean, did this come about as a planned mission thing or I mean, you know, I, and I, I don't mean to go too dark here, but, you know, or was it kind of like a there's no way you can shoot them over there, eh? Dude, that's and in, in, I am like so. So they say um, that it was uh it was just part of a task force two, which is which is like their special ops, who are working with the Americans to fight the insur- the ISIS insurgency in Iraq. Um, that's all that they really talked about it. But the thing is, I like in my mind and and the friends that I have that have served in the military, I can there are doldrums, the just like dead time of of just nothingness. That's and and there are times, you know, talking to my friends who that have done tours in Iraq that. Um, you you kind of joke about things that outside of that context seems pretty morbid or whatever, but I, in my mind I totally hear this this uh not even the sniper but like his spotter in the barracks the night before like ragging on all the Americans that that they're poor shots <laughs> and blah 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 and 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 well you know that you, you know that blah 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 that's out there from we can see it and blah 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 and I'll I'll, I'll bet you you know twenty loonies that we can. <laughs> And a box of Tim Tims. <laughs> I seriously, in my mind, dude, that it makes sense. I, I, I hope it's more strategic than that. <laughs> Tim bits, sorry. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 still one of those, <laughs> or as I like to think of now, one of those uh, interesting things to distract you while reading the news. Yeah, you know, because yeah, exactly. that's pretty much where I'm at now. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. I've learned if I I don't want to be popping Zoloft like M and M's, I'm just gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to be picky and choosy about my news. Yeah, yeah, pick pick and choose your news and watch some machinist videos. There you go to to get that inner home. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. um, uh, what uh, I gotta tell you. Speaking of of watching, one thing I have not seen yet. And I really want to see this movie. And every time I'm on Forbes reading news that I shouldn't be reading, um, every once in a while they'll show a special cut scene from uh, the um, Michael Keaton movie The Founder, which is uh, basically the story of Ray Kroc. Right? I haven't and, even heard of this. Yeah, it's it's Michael Keaton. Uh, it also it actually has a I, I recently uh, somebody uh, didn't or I was thinking Nick Offerman. I'm like, why do I feel like I've been looking at Ron Swanson? But it's because uh, Nick Offerman is in that clip uh, is in the movie. As well, uh, he plays one of the McDonald's brothers that that oh. had the original uh, location. Uh, so, ba- but but I believe that the story is basically how uh, Ray Kroc ended up uh, essentially um, founding the franchise business of McDonald's and then developing into what it is now. Yeah, which which I mean, essentially set the stage for what franchising in in, in the world is. Yeah, and so I, every time I see that clip, I really want to see it. So I, I'm wow, hoping I can that, do that, that soon. That actually sounds awesome. I would love to see it. Yeah, definitely. That's the uh, the founder. Uh, it's also old news. I mean, I wouldn't be doubted if it was a 2016 movie at this point. But well, that's fine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and from and from what I've read, just in my interest in seeing that, I don't, I you know, I don't. I'm not necessarily sure that this was a uh, a good relationship between Ray Kroc and the McDonald's brothers. Oh, really? Yeah, potentially. But but the huh. way they, they show this wonderful clip, though, because like part of the innovation that McDonald's has was the speedy delivery totally. of the food. And they show how the brothers in this dramatization that's a movie. And yes, right. I know I'm not walk, looking through the magic screen and seeing into the past how it really happened. But like they show just how they they drew uh, the the restaurant out on a tennis court and and were putting their workers through this orchestration in order to to achieve a, a burger that goes from grill to bag in thirty seconds. Yeah, and that was their answer. Uh, something they had to develop because of the decline of the of the drive-in business. 
Right, because it, it it started out as a drive-in, right? Am I right? Yes, the, the yeah, McDonald's that was their drive-in. Yeah, originally it was a, and and we're talking like old, not drive-in movie theaters, folks, but like a drive-in ha- yep. uh, hamburger uh, and joint. the car hop comes out on yep. a roller skates and gives you your food and goes kaching 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 and gives you your change. Yes, which people just don't. Under- we're we're talking gibberish now, Trent. dude. There's there's there is still um, my my grandma ran a drive-in for a while. Uh, in the 60s, and there is still a drive-in in my hometown that that's open during the summer, and it makes a killing. I wouldn't doubt it though, because you know, like uh, now, this is the perfect time. Uh, you know, you you see yep. these retro arcades that open up now, like totally. uh, Yesterday or whatever it is that's over by the Secret Stash. Uh, what is it? Something Red Bank, uh, Front Street, Red Bank, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it uh, th- there's a big retro movement, okay, and so. This is the time to cash in on it. So just having a neat novelty like that, seasonally totally. speaking, would be uh, yep. really cool. Uh, but then again, well, yeah. Sonic still kind of supports that model somewhat, don't they? To, to some extent, yeah, they do. Um, I just, man, I hate Sonic's food. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I've only had it once when we were in Texas. That was it. it. Was when I worked at the Harley Davidson dealer, we we shared kind of like a uh, an entrance off the off the main road from it, and so. It was easy just to go over and get lunch there when when we were busy, but it was awful. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a not like a Five Guys man. If you got Five oh, Guys, we got we got a Five Guys, and I'll tell you what, Utah now has five in and or outs. Oh wow, it's just going crazy up in yeah. there, huh? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, it's amazing the way they're expanding too, because I it, it, there's uh, literally two In and Out burgers within. Not even seven minutes of each other by the freeway over here because oh really yeah it, because basically one serves a uh, uh, um it's immediately off well they're both immediately off the freeway but one one basically serves like a whole shopping center business uh-huh. area and the other just services those of us that live out here kind of thing. Well, I was going to say, is is one uh, northbound traffic and one's on the southbound traffic side? You know, amazingly enough, Trent, that is the case. That makes sense, man. Son I, of I a- tell you what. There are there are so many dining decisions I make by whatever is on the right side of the road because I don't want to I don't want to make a left hand turn. Are you kidding me? Hell no! I know exactly what you mean. I like like one thing, and this is so stupid. But you know, quite often when when I get in my car and I have to go get gasoline, I get absolutely aggravated that from basically uh, almost any point in the city uh, that I live in, you can't be going to the freeway and get gasoline. It's all on the left hand opposite Isn't that side. The most frustrating thing in the world. I will pay more gas. Like like I will pay, you know, whatever it is, two, three cents more for gas to go in on on the right side of the road. Cause it is it's just it's a lot. It's a big investment. It's almost, it's also just so much easier. Come on. Yeah. I mean there and you're <sighs> you're a lot less at risk and Oh, for a motorcyclist, absolutely. Left hand turn is is a death is a death stamp. Yeah, you're tempting things right there. You gotta uh, you gotta be careful. But then again, hey, at least it's summer weather, right? What's the what's the weather like uh, in 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 beautiful uh, Utah? Yeah, I just looked it up right now. And and granted, we're I'm I'm on the other side of the Wasatch Front, so uh, not not. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! Yeah, Let, yeah don't so, be don't be whipping out your Wasatch Front hey, on air. All we we want we want to monetize. All I'm saying is it's large. Okay. And it, and it, and it creates a, a lake effect. Okay. Um, no, uh, it's it's like 85 degrees right now here, but it feels so much hotter. I'm not sure why. Humidity? Um, but uh, this is already the hottest June on record uh, for Utah. Yeah, and and plus we've been you know having this thing here too, because literally it's been triple digits all week. I just keep waiting for the uh, the electricity to go out, you know, because oh, and, yeah. and I'm walking around turning off lights because they're asking you. Yeah. As I sit here with like 45 computers, never mind. I'm right. gonna shut up now. Well, you know, it's 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 interesting because um, I listened to a, a an episode of 99 Percent Invisible a while ago, and they talk about net me- net metering. And um, homes that have uh, solar panels and stuff like that, um, and it was just really interesting because I didn't know this. the The rate at which uh, what uh, energy watts cost changes like every five minutes. Yeah, and and sometimes like at night when when the the uh, generators are are creating more electricity than is being consumed, it's actually they they pay the companies to take it because they can't shut down their, their thing. And, and I just think like, how awesome would it be to have, uh, uh, like, like on your nest at home or whatever, 
or just a separate thing that shows what the current rate is for wow. uh, electricity. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, that would then, be that would be really cool. That's something I could use. Oh, um, absolutely. Because because then I would think if if nothing else, it would help me be more mindful of like, yeah, I don't. I don't need to be running the washer right now. I can do it when I go to bed. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the things. We're supposed to basically take all of our major electricity use and put it outside of the zone when we're generating solar power. And that's yeah. where you get your biggest bang cuz uh, right. you're 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 giving back to the grid uh, it, at a greater rate than you're going to take from it later basically. Yeah. Monetarily well, and, speaking. Well, and which which brings up another uh, interesting point about net metering is um at what rate should people be paid for the the electricity they're putting back into the grid? Um, because uh, you know uh, power companies are getting it at a wholesale rate from the uh, power generators and then selling it to us, the consumer, at a retail rate. And so, should they get the retail rate taken off of their bill or just the wholesale? Rate? I don't know. It, it's it's a very interesting thing that I I didn't understand about net metering. Um, with with solar energy, and it was very interesting because the very first guy that ever did it um, put up some solar panels on some projects. I, I want to, it might have been in Boston, and uh, just just wired it up himself, thinking, "I'll bet it when we put when we pump electricity out, it's just going to roll the the meter backwards," and it did. Well, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the uh, and, and uh, I have to say, too, one thing that, that I'm seeing here, at least in California, which I would like to see, considering how much sunlight we do have, yeah. uh, they're uh, like all of the schools, uh, municipalities and the like, anywhere where they had open parking, uh-huh. it's now sort of covered because it's it's solar paneled. Really? Yeah, and for the first time ever, uh, driving down uh, Highway 4, uh, there's this big field that's always been, like, open and useless. There's there's one port that's uh, that's closest to the road that, you know, it's either always used as the as the pumpkin patch, and then it's the Christmas tree lot, and, and sometimes during the spring, summer, or fall, it's, you know, maybe like a, a tent revival will happen. And yes, there yeah. have been tent revivals within yeah. distance it's, of my home, Trent. It's, 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 it's where the gypsies set up to sell their blankets on the side of the freeway? No, no, definitely not no no i'm talking oh. about full-on revival preachers come really yeah feel the lord kind of thing oh uh, my gosh so that's what it is but then there's always the other part that's closest to the freeway that that's useless because it's just behind all these uh you know clods of dirt and right. and recently somebody did they set up a solar farm there it's nothing but a bunch of solar panels about five foot Smart. off the ground you're smart. Yeah. yeah. The only the only bummer that that when it comes to solar is the the one company that they, this is like one of the things that o- Obama uh, always got flack about because it, putting money into renewable resources. Right. The, and yeah. there's this big company in the I think the San Jose or Fremont area that was uh, building a revolutionary um, solar. Uh, collector that was uh-huh. a, a, something crazy a more percentage efficient than the current just flat panels. panels it would yeah. use like round tubes and, and it would yes, be able to uh-huh. concentrate even more energy. Right. And and the reason why they didn't work was because the the parts involved for the inefficient solar panels were economically so much cheaper, cheaper yep. they could never come in at a price point to beat them. Yep. Yeah. So, and and actually, you know, that's one of the things too that you got to realize in life. It is crazy uh, how much the the economics of things just impact them uh, for failure. As a matter of fact, I think I recently read an article that involved Google Glass and it was talking about some of the failures out there and products that should have taken off but didn't. And and a lot of the re- time it's because of the the economics behind oh i know what it was it was this great video that i saw about the uh decommissioning uh of the concord oh the okay, supersonic the ship. yeah or not the the the, the plane yeah the, the supersonic, supersonic plane plane yeah and uh and it was a, it was a great little uh, youtube i don't even know how i landed on it you know but it was just it was really great and it was informative and, and really it just came all down to the economics that uh you know, people were willing to do this, and and the upkeep of the vehicles was so much, and they could never do a uh, transcontinental. Is that the right word? Uh, uh-huh. Going, going. From, they could never do coast to coast supersonic because the supersonic laws forbid the sonic boom from occurring over residential areas. It could only happen over when the they were over ocean. The, the sea. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, it, but it was an amazing little video, uh, and and it just shows the economics behind things. That's it. Well, money. I, it's any shock. Money makes the world go around. Yeah. I can't believe I'm making it sound <laughs> like it's an amazing revelation. Who'd have thought? It's just crazy, Trent. It's just super uh, nuts. 
another piece of tech that I think is is interesting. Um, VR is is I mean VR right in in parentheses um, because I feel like VR uh, ready for it. Ah, uh, <laughs> Violet. I stole it from I stole that from uh, Silicon Valley actually. Oh, I haven't watched the season yet. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I said. Never mind. Don't worry okay. about it. But anyway, um, what about the so, VR so man? VR, which is essentially, and I don't, I don't, I have a hard time calling 360 video VR. Okay, I understand where you're coming from. Do you understand what I'm saying? That said, uh, Google, uh, out of VidCon, just announced that they are uh, st- starting a new project called VR 180 Videos, and they're going to sell a um, a headset that you slide your phone into, um, and then and and we've seen 360 videos. Um, on in on a on a 2D screen, you know, you, you just drag and pull around to the different points of it. So this would allow you to then turn uh, side to side to see it. Um, but the 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 really innovative part is is not the the headset, but they are creating dual lens cameras to shoot what they're calling VR 180 videos. I'm not following so, you. Yeah, so 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 they're they're teaming up with a ton of different companies, everyone from uh, uh, LG to you know you name it, and and they're going to be small um, cameras that have two lenses, um, and then you can shoot 180 degrees with it, um, and then that so so it'll it'll be like this, and so it's shooting f- through its peripheral 180 degrees with with the camera, and so then you you could be a YouTuber shoot it or you know shoot your video or whatever and then someone can can watch the video as if they had 180 uh purview just like as if they were there oh wow so so don't worry about the whole room just focus right here where i'm at and you can look around yeah gotcha okay i'm more you know the thing that i'm more interested in is augmented reality if you want to get right down to it you know that now and to me that is virtual that is vr yeah that's what i really want because i want not not because i want to because i want to i want to be tom cruise and minority report and moving things or or tony stark in one of them (laughs) avengers movies and yeah i want to be able to do that stuff you know yeah or, or if I want to be crazy, I want to go out in the front yard and just be able to build some Minecraft stuff that only I'm seeing. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, the second, the second that there is a VR Lego building game, goodbye, world. That's it. That was Shredden, folks. We saw him. He, we had a good run. We lost him to the Legos once we again. We had a good run. <laughs> it's, we always lose him to the Legos. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, uh, anyway, Trent, uh, was there, uh, was there anything also in your corner this week or was that little bit of tech it right yeah, there? That, that was kind of it for me this week, uh, kind of uh, YouTube centric, but, um, good to know at least. Um, I, I think we're still going to see, uh, YouTube stars. They're still going to be content partners. Um, but for the layman trying to make a, uh, a living off of it, it gets a little more interesting. Yeah. I, uh, it will. And, and, you know, I know. It's kind of interesting, I think, you know, and it's I, I don't want to be hypocritical because we are also going through YouTube, but we're just doing that for um, I'm not sure if it's for exposure or just because. Um, it, it, well, I mean, it's, it's accessibility, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's there. And we've pulled from it in the past. Uh, you know, if we didn't get an audio uh, recording or something like that, sometimes it's, it's a backup almost of, of free storage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's that. And, and plus, you know, it's just it's another way for people to find us because right now our brand is weak and we need to strengthen our brand. But but the other thing that I find interesting is that that now kids are growing up because I'm experiencing this with my own where they're already aware of they're like trying to find their brand. It, it used to look, man, it used to be like, holy crap, what am I going to be when I grow up? But now instead it's like, well, what's my channel going to be about? Yeah. You yep. know, and it's true. It's, it's like, uh, or, or, uh, if you want to even think about it, it's almost like the expectation that you need to get yourself out there. You need to be getting on YouTube and right. doing your Snapchat stories and Instagramming things. Well, and that's man, it 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 blows me away that they're catching on to it so early too. Because I remember distinctly when I when I figured out like, oh, Kevin Smith wears the coat. He always has a snapback on. That's his. That's his brand. I get it. And you know, it's it's developed over time. But like the the moment that I made that realization of like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's he's making himself recognizable. So and like everything else along those lines, I mean, the, who 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 are we to uh, to um, 
blow the smoke up the proverbial ass. I mean, it's very obvious that Kevin Smith was an early adopter to creating his own brand via the internet. But I, it's it to me, it's just it took me a while to, for to catch on because no one was talking about it. Now it's you're right. It's it's a common thing that people talk about. Yeah, my kids got like three YouTube channels or something. I don't know what's going on, man. I just don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, she could be making more than you soon. Uh, yeah, you never know. Really, it's just gonna, <laughs> it's just going to take like the one thing. I mean, because it, it is amazing. Speaking of amazing and retro and bringing it all together, Trent, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about, and the frustrating part is it's the thing we know the least about. Girls. No, not that. Something okay. else. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know about girls. Ugh. No, the, the the more I know, the more I know I don't know. <laughs> You're a smart man, Trent Huntsaker. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's the just the vague announcement that Atari is getting back into the hardware business. I saw that, yeah. And and they had the darndest thing because all they showed was it was it was a, a wood. The video is just a wood grain front. You can see that, and then you can see like highly polished and sexy version of those ridges that we remember from the front yep. of the 2600 2600 talk yeah. about knowing your brand and then that's it and i think if you go to what is it like ataribox.com okay or something you can you can sign up for more info and you can see that video but uh let me see if that's what it is i think it might well, be and 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 it's interesting too because uh just this week yep that's um, it and, and you can check it out uh sega is now turning their entire library into uh, what they're calling the Netflix of retro gaming. So you'll be able to uh, like uh, subscribe to a service and order up a game and play it. Well, so a little different, but but that's that's the terminology they use. So they're going to be putting their entire catalog online. You can play it for free with ads, or you can pay one ninety nine and have the game without ads. Um, but and, the, it's, and the craziest thing. This is the craziest part, Trent. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'll let you yeah, finish yeah, the thought. Yeah, no, you're good. But I want you to think about this now. Uh, because it used to be we were sitting in front of gaming systems wishing we could only have something just as good as the arcade game. And yep. now our web browsers are able to play the games of our childhood. So, so, and this is this is what they're working at right now is uh, right now they're only emulators, but they want to do full ports, meaning they would have to kind of recreate the game. Uh, for the for the the hardware that that it's gonna be played on. Um, but right now uh, they're they've already got games out then i've I've played many of them for mobile, but they're looking for steam integration uh, later in the year. So um man, ret- retro is in, man. yeah, it definitely is. and I, I and I, I have to admit, uh, this little bit of uh, news about AtariBox.com has me interested, yeah. much in the same way that I, the the NES emulator, the Super Nintendo emulator that came yeah. out that looked like a mini NES. Uh-huh. Uh You know that was uh, that was pretty cool. So yeah. and, and I I remember too there was like an Atari joystick you could buy yep. that yeah, you would be able to just that. plug yeah, in and play all the games. Like, yeah, all the games preloaded on it. Yeah. Even though I don't know how I would. Fi- Do you think Pitfall still holds up? Oh, I doubt it. I highly <laughs> doubt it. Because I'll tell you, too, I don't know, I, I think uh, with the retro gaming thing, something else came up, and I felt the pain, because I, I never, I don't, I think I maybe only got through the speed tunnel once, uh, how Battletoads was made to be an impossible to to win game, basically. It's so true. Well, and on top of it, too, depending on the game, there were no save points. They didn't have enough memory, because they, uh, you know, they, they used the memory to do something like, Sega. Yeah, yeah that's more important. <laughs> uh, boy, Battletoads was a bear of a game though i remember that speed tunnel made me want to it made me want to just jam the controller through my temple (laughs) and i don't Don't think i don't think i got much farther than that ever uh but do you know the reason why it was so difficult no it was publishers attempting to uh make money to drive people to buy games because at that time game rental had become huge sure yeah and on top of it then then you could also uh Capitalize, which we, my brothers at least, got in trouble for for the one nine hundred numbers for game tips. Oh, very good. Yeah, but so but, yeah, but but the macroeconomics of of Battletoads was just specifically, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to rent this for more than yeah. five days. You can't you can't clear it in a weekend. You're going to need to buy this some bitch because they were seeing hits. It's just amazing money. That's money, awesome. It's it's all about the money. Trend. Drives everything. Does uh, anyway, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, you want to find out more about Trent? He's a part of him. I am net on Twitter. I am nethead ww. The show is netheads on air, and you have been uh, watching uh, uh, another edition of Netheads on Smodco Internet Radio. Smodcast.com. 
Until oh no, sorry, I got. See, this is what happens yeah. when you oh, don't yeah, do it. Yeah, it's good. Hold on, <laughs> we'll be back soon. This is Netheads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Boy, I just like it, it. Did it suddenly seem like I just cut out of that show, like like a like I let no. loose a bad fart in church? No, but I'll tell you, some someone who used to be a churchgoer, there was nothing worse than a pew fart. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding, dude. And, and especially like like well, our pews. especially because Sunday morning, oh. who knows what people were doing Saturday night? Yeah, it's it's the worst. And sometimes if you woke up late, you hadn't sh- you know shit yet, <laughs> and so you've got a turd honking for the right of way, man. It's it wants out. <laughs> <laughs>